0: do without us jordan us singers the songwriters
1: it would be a lot more boring dull um clean cut
0: <laughs> yeah a lot of a lot of Black sharp haircut maybe. johnny yeah mm-hmm. a lot of that
1: <laughs> and corporate speak <sighs> cliches it's
0: a nice thing about hockey it's kind of a a confluence or a, right? Like Mm -hmm. a a meeting place of unkempt and clean cut because it is the sports world. It is kind of like, do you even work out, bro? But it's also (laughs) like that person is welcome in hockey for sure. Mm -hmm. But so too is the misanthrope, you know, poet, outcast misfit Mm -hmm. very much needed and welcome in hockey on the same team and those two definitely need each other in order to make the team work which is i watched i watched game six of round one of the 91 playoffs last night Mm. and it was like night and day in a sense because every other sequence had a bone shattering hit or wrapping an arm around the neck and just hauling a player down. No call on the play. I get it's the playoffs. And, you know, the Penguins are facing elimination. They're in New Jersey. The refs are going to make sure not to just hand the game to the Devils. Right. But but controversial. And, And I, Jordan, I didn't fully realize this, but Bill McCreary, the referee, calls off, this New Jersey goal saying there was a kicking motion
1: mm. in the NHL season
0: just before video replay is instituted. Okay. Wow. Doesn't mean they don't show the replay on television. So you got Staggerwald and Mike Lang calling the game mm-hmm. on TV. They show the replay and it's this gorgeous, non distinct kicking motion goal that cannot be reinstated because the call was made on the ice, no goal. And obviously, in retrospect, I'm happy the, the call yeah. was made because it would have been a 4-4 game, I think, at the time. Uh, again, this this stuff, I've just never watched these games in full. So to mm. see Frank Peterangelo make the save uh, mm. on Stastny, and it's still, no matter how many times I watch that play, it doesn't look like his glove gets over all the way. Stastny has to actually shoot the puck from right to left in directly into the glove for it to even be possible because Jeez. he's got the entire cage except for that one point cuz Peter Angelo's arm is just out across the crease in total reflexive desperation and he had just I didn't realize this that Peter Peter Angelo had just taken a minor penalty for sh- shooting the puck out of the defensive zone into the crowd right before Whoa. that I did not Jeez. know that about that moment huh. in time so he caused the penguins to go on that penalty kill dang and they're on that PK when Stasny has the open net and it's also Peter Angelo who saves that shot. So, and it's so early in the game Oof. that, you know, that, 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 that that's the foam, the famous moment from that game. And then so much hockey is played after that. Um, just incredible penguins, yeah. I guess. It's surrender. The, they might've been tied up at one point after that. And then of course they go on to, to win the series. Uh, and it was the only, was the only seven game series of that. Yeah, six games. I believe they won the the cup in right. Yeah, against Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, craziness. The New Jersey Devils came in and
1: yeah. I was gonna say, speaking of kicking <laughs> motions.
0: <laughs> oh wow! Uh, it was more like a foot to the uh, foot to the flipper.
1: Yeah. Well, there was a there was a goal. Teddy Bluger oh, that's, called oh, off. Oh, yeah. I thought
0: you were just no. being wry.
1: I mean, I, Indeed, I am always wry. Dist- but, yeah, in that game against New Jersey, which it was. It was a distinct kicking motion. But, yeah, we it got was, our tushies handed to us by the Devils. My God. Which, wasn't anyone surprised? I wasn't.
0: <sighs> on a night when Gino Malkin has multiple goals, mm-hmm. like, that's the canary in the mine. If, if, if Gino's on the horse... You just expect things to—and that was a gorgeous goal, the opening goal. Two games in a row, uncharacteristically, the 2022-2023 Penguins score the first goal of the game in situations when they really needed to get the win, and they lose both of those games. I don't even want to talk about that New York Islanders game again. Mm -hmm. But once again, the only saving grace for me being the four-point night for Nico Hishier, at least it's the devil's captain.
1: Yeah. So it wasn't like we were getting slapped around, you know, by the whole lineup. It it was pretty. Yeah, their their best players were just their best players and they're a fast team and they're young and they're they're finding their legs. And the Penguins, again, just cannot for the life of them maintain and hold on to momentum. It just like they got that goal. New Jersey scored not too long after that and it just it's yep. the same feeling every single time it happens. Here we go again. And that and that Dawson Mercer.
0: Go. You yeah. know, every time I think to myself, well, he had that sensational rookie season and I haven't heard quite as much about him. It's really just cuz I'm not following the Devils. I mean, he looked yeah. unbelievable in all the tough spots. He was hounding mm-hmm. players when they were on the penalty kill. Mercer had a couple of phenomenal moments where he appeared to really stifle whatever the pens were trying to do, even though they looked decent on the power play at times in this game, especially that opening goal, I suppose.
1: It was, yeah, it was great. What was it? Like two seconds into the power play? Three? Less than that? It, it was...
0: It, it was beautiful. Well, they had one, I know. I know the, I know. one of the devil's power play goals. It might have been... Might have been the Hamilton one, unless it was the Shear one. But
1: that one happened they really, yeah. really
0: scored fast. But I believe you're right. The Malkin goal was quick, and it was a gorgeous was pass. I think beautiful. from Raquel. Yeah.
1: The and it was exactly what you want to see from the the power play. I mean, nothing's going to beat scoring in mere seconds on the power play. But yeah, the way that they were already thinking, you could see the their game plan and the way they were moving the puck and getting ready to set up the puck that's what you want to see from the power play and um i, I don't know yeah. uh, it felt it felt like oh okay that's a that's a great way to start the game and again that just de- deflated that balloon pop so quickly
0: yeah and the flow of a hockey game obviously as fans We know it's a nuanced thing, but when the truth of the matter is that the Devils score four unanswered after that. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't feel as simple as that, especially for the first couple of goals. The game felt within reach to me, even into the stages of it where the Pens are down 3-1. But again, look at the name. Look who gets the fourth goal for the Devils is Jesper Bratt. That Mm -hmm. guy has enjoyed... Infamy and celebrity status as the new Devils penguin uh, penguin killer. To yeah,
1: me. he's he has our number every time, and he terrorizes us. And it's par for the course with the Devils. Is there's always at least one guy on their team? You know, when you think about the Islanders, Jordan Eberle, he doesn't play for them anymore, but he was he was all over us in. Those totally. two playoff series in a row that we went up against them, like not in a row, but I don't, I'm, I forget the bubble season happened, but um, we can yeah. forget
0: it ever happened. I think yeah. those two years and including who won the Stanley cup, the back-to-back lightning cups, just negate That's not
1: them. Real. Yep. Yep. But yeah, like Jesper Brett, uh, Jordan Eberle, these guys just come in and they have their way with the penguins. Oh, yeah. And it's unfortunate that those two teams are, in our division, and have I, I think we talked about this in the last episode? The Devils have, in throughout my lifetime, as mm-hmm. long as I can remember. Given the Penguins' a, a, a run for their money, and the Islanders, as, as of the last five years, have really
0: they've returned really, as yep. ha, as a main villain. The the two yep. probably a couple of the worst ever playoff series losses in Penguins history. Penguins Presidents Trophy winners that year inarguably their best regular season campaign of all time
1: ever yeah and
0: uh and here they are again and they're back yep. in the building tonight you mm-hmm. you're going to be in the house yeah and it's it's luckily for us though Matt Barzal I just love yeah. watching play hockey he's fun. to me he's he fast. is fast he's fast his hands are amazing his hockey sense is great he's an inoffensive personality to me in that sense he's mm-hmm. no tom wilson he's not Brad Marchand although he's become more fun to watch I feel like since the edge came off of Marchand's game a little bit but Matt Barzal out indefinitely with an injury oh, sustained shoot. in a thumping the Islanders took since we last saw them at the hands of the aforementioned Boston Bruins they got beat like 6 to 2 and I'm clicking over here to the Islanders schedule to confirm something Shoot.
1: So he's out. Wow. Talk about not paying attention to the Islanders for the most part or the Devils. Like,
0: oh, that's I all right. Had, yeah. I
1: had no idea.
0: Yeah. So six to two, they lose at home the other night. Dang. And the Isles. And then they lose Barzal. All got hurt. Big deal. That's yeah. A that's big a huge deal loss. Them. And it's a big deal for tonight's game. Yeah, you know the Penguins really need these two points tonight, and mm. we're burying the lead here, Jordan. Give the people what they want. Who's coming back tonight?
1: Tristan Jari. I was I was hoping you were setting up some goalie talk because we need some good news. Yeah. yeah. And I felt like I I just talk about the Penguins all the time with everyone because I can't help myself. But so I can't remember what conversation this was in.
0: We should start a podcast.
1: You know what? Maybe we should um, make these phone calls into something a little bit more. That'll never
0: happen. It'll never happen. Probably won't. Pipe dreams. Sorry, go ahead. Goalie talk, you're saying?
1: all good. Yeah, I – but it's all – everything always comes back to the goalie for, you know, all of the struggles that the Penguins have had this season. The the main takeaway from every conversation is always, well, if Jari's not healthy, then they're not going anywhere. And – Yeah, you know, there was a game recently where I I think it was... I can't remember who we were playing, but it was right before he went out, before the All-Star break. He was slated to start that day. And Mm -hmm. then he just didn't show up on the ice for warm-ups. And all of a sudden, his status went from starting the game to he is out. So until Tristan Jari's skates hit the ice... And he goes off to his crease, and Jeff Jimerson is singing the, the national yeah. anthem. I'm not going to believe it. Yeah.
0: So, what about on the other side of the ice? I'm seeing Ilya Sorokin. I assume that means he did not play in the game versus Boston, although that was a couple of days ago at this point. So,
1: yeah, he would have been able to rest up.
0: Yeah. I mean, look, it, it doesn't matter because the aisles are depleted. Right now, Oliver Wallstrom, Cal Clutterbuck, JG Pajot, Matt Barzal, and Josh Bailey. Although I guess it's possible, this is unconfirmed, but I'm seeing day to day on dailyfaceoff.com. Uh, it's not out of the question that Pajot could play tonight, I suppose, if that designation is correct. On the Penguin side, Jan Ruta still getting close, not scheduled to play tonight. Goalie Jari will be in the game, uh, Ryan Paling day to day. I and mean, that's that's a whole other thing. And then Mark Friedman. And I wanted to talk about Friedman and Paling as kind of a, a part of the same topic, which is just that there's such big aspects of that oomph that this mm-hmm. team so direly needs right now. They're, like you're not yep. gonna win any games without the kind of ferocity Mm -hmm. that a Friedman, and I will say a paling, he's not the same as say an Archibald or a Friedman for us, but uh, my gosh, Jason Zucker too, throwing the body on that hit he had the other night against. Mm Jeez. And and his body, you know, I'm just downright concerned about how much longer we're going to have Jason Zucker on an active hockey roster, the way he's unable to, sit on a stand, standard hockey bench. Uh, I just hope he's not on this portion of the daily face-off Penguins line combinations page in the injury department anytime yeah, soon we because, need him. yeah, seriously. That's like a, late. a real X factor has been Jason Zucker. But Ryan Paling's still out, and that's that's huge stuff to me. Mm-hmm. Any game that I've seen Ryan Paling skate in, can't stop talking about what an impact Paling and Archibald have had. And Mark Friedman, obviously, anytime he's gotten game action, even if he hasn't been as big a factor as on some nights, he's a harasser. He's a poker. He's just exactly the kind of thing yeah. the Pittsburgh Penguins yep. need this season. So the more games, the more man games, losses, they say, we have with a player like 25 or 52, no no good. And I, I what what are we missing in Ruta right now? Like, it's been so long since he's played a game, I kind of forget the impact that he has.
1: I couldn't tell you because it has been forever. I I remember him being reliable. There was nothing incredibly— <laughs> cue, the, cue the
0: sentimental music.
1: Yeah, you know, uh, some kind of Sarah McLachlan, maybe. Um,
0: oh, my yeah. gosh.
1: I, I don't know. In the arms of
0: the I.R., <laughs> far away from here. Yeah, you like that well, eight VB jump? You were supposed to. You were supposed to take over uh, the main crap. melody when I went. I became who's the low singer in Boys to Men?
1: I don't even Sorry, know. Sorry, dating my You're like who is names. Boys to Men? <laughs> oh, I know Boys to Men. I just don't know their names. They weren't. They weren't ever my jam. I think I, I was will try- throw
0: out there. I am the older. I won't. I won't say our ages necessarily, but I am the older of the two of us. <laughs> and I definitely had a disc man listening to Boys to Men. Uh, on a seven-hour train ride to Buffalo one time with some friends, Incredible. and I listened to it like 10 times in a row, that, that second record. Um, yeah, who knows when it last was. That you, Someone knows when someone. Jan Ruda last played a hockey game, but we're a podcast. Not Don't us. give us too much credit, yeah. folks.
1: Yeah.
0: It's just a podcast. It's- <laughs> Speaking of which, Jordan, we got to tease. I feel like we should withhold the name because it's not good juju to like put something out there yeah. before it's going to happen, but... We got something real special for you folks, you listeners, on Thursday before the Edmonton Oilers game.
1: I was trying to think of a way to tease it without giving it away, but all all synonyms of the word that I ideally (laughs) could use are escaping me because I'm not even sure what a synonym would be.
0: I will say this. This could sound like an understatement of of who's coming on, but the the, the guest we're going to have on Thursday – has their name engraved on the Stanley Cup more than once?
1: Yes, actual.
0: And I will say they were an NHL player.
1: Yes, it's not Mario Lemieux.
0: It's not Mario Lemieux. We'll
1: just we'll just give you that right now.
0: We're not going to say that it's not Yaramir Yager, but it's not Yaramir Yager. <laughs> yeah. Um, so but we're very excited. We're very excited to bring you that's going to be a hard. an exclusive in-person interview with a former member of the Pittsburgh Penguins organization so stand by for that one that's going to be the Thursday episode prior to the start time the puck drop on the Edmonton Oilers matchup which I am going to it wasn't on my ticket plan but I swapped out one of the games that's going to be happening during South by Southwest which is a time period I'll be right on remote so that I could see uh McJesus and cool. and Sidney crosby share the ice so i will be in the house that night um all right it's penguins and islanders tonight at the paint bucket ppg paints arena yeah Horvat versus jeff carter yeah that, tonight.
1: that's really all we're looking at <laughs> yep it's all oh
0: hot dear oh, yeah, yeah, sweet right. big jeff carter do what something. if tonight's the night what if he puts in two goals tonight what if he
1: uh, I would love to. What if? But I feel like those those days where Jeff Carter has explosive games are g- gone. They're in the past, and I could be wrong. I would love to be wrong, but he he's just he's not aging and playing the same way that other players have aged and played, and that's okay. Yep. Everybody's different, and that's not a knock on him as a player because he was a great NHL player. And that has to be totally. incredibly difficult to reach the end of anything and realize you aren't what you once
0: were. And Score, I scored I the winning him. goal in a, in a Stanley cup clinching game. I yeah. mean, it doesn't He's, get he was any huge, huge, than that.
1: iconic. And he will be remembered as an incredible Player. And even the first year that the Penguins had him, he was great. He was exactly what they needed. But totally. I don't know. I just, I don't see it
0: happening. Well, the Pens in the Isles are tied at 63 points.
1: God have mercy. They cannot give up a point tonight.
0: You Whatever gotta you do, one. you got to get in
1: regulation. Yes.
0: The Penguins currently hold that top wild card spot basically tied with the Isles. They have the tiebreaker because of games in hand. I suppose that's basically it. That's got to be Isles, it, yeah. The Isles have it in in wins, and they're Ever right on the it? heels of the Penguins. And I think oh, the Islanders would love to upset this night in in Pittsburgh, but I really just think – I don't know what I think, Jordan, because this this is – we're really just –
1: yeah, I'm going to say this. one last thing. Um yeah. so if the Penguins have any hope, any chance, any life left in them to make the playoffs this year, they will win this game tonight. Because yeah. the Islanders have so many injuries to key players right. on their team. They're they're coming off a loss. They're, you know, also in that wild card spot, they're not struggling, but they're on the outside looking in as well. And yeah. The the Penguins, if they lose this game tonight, I think that I'll be ninety seven percent a lock to say that they miss the playoffs altogether. Because that how how do you not win at home against an Islanders team like this if you are a competitive hockey team yourself? And yeah. And by competitive, I mean able to keep up with the other Stanley Cup contenders in in the league. Not compete level, like the, the actual amount of energy they give to caring about the game. I'm talking mm-hmm. about the way this team gels and the way that their momentum carries throughout the course of the the three periods they're going to play tonight, potentially in overtime, who knows, but yeah, I this just, it's a huge
0: game. This is a huge, it's, four it's point a game. huge,
1: huge game. And it's going to swing the rest of the season. In my opinion, again, we're just a podcast. I'm just a fan. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I think the two of us are bringing the kind of energy you'd expect from a couple of fans who put a lot of themselves into following a team that we love who mm-hmm. have, you know, made good on bringing back some of our, not only our favorite players, but some of the, the definitely the all-time best Penguins, essentially. They're right up there with a Yager or a Lemieux. Uh-huh. If you look at the banners in, in the rafters of our home rink, you will see Malkin and Crosby. And now we're starting to see Chris Letang, while the name isn't up there on those, you know, scoring banners and things like that. He's mm-hmm. a defenseman, of course. His name is getting etched into certain, you know— major records that he is accomplishing this year but the scores across the league tonight you know won't affect the penguins standings as much as they have over the past couple of nights the penguins have had some incredible luck with divisional opponents losing games and and keep basically keeping the penguins i think it was rob rossi said that the weekend was bad for the penguins but Could have been way worse if the Isles, the Caps, and the Panthers had won more. Essentially, Mm -hmm. you know, Alexander Ovechkin's about to come back imminently from this bereavement trip, and you can bet that that team who lost to the Hurricanes in that outdoor game—they're just outmatched by the Hurricanes. I mean, the Hurricanes are are just kind of a juggernaut.
1: They're so good. They've been they're trending so in that direction for years under Rod Brindamore. Yeah. It just, yeah, he, oof. They're, been us they're scary. Mm-hmm.
0: But you never know. I mean, you look at you look at the Boston Bruins, and they're accomplishing such great things in their regular season record. But same thing. You look back at the Penguins in 92-93, President's Trophy. But when it came time to the playoffs, for whatever reason, the Isles were able to get past them. Who knows?
1: I don't know. I don't know. Yeah,
0: I got a bit of a vacant vibe today Hope the listeners out there Are not too uh, Feeling too cheated But that's the way it is right now To be a Penns yeah. fan And rooting for this team <laughs> yeah. It's tough It's tough right now We really need a win tonight Penguins we need to We really a win. do
1: We really, really need this win
0: Games at 7 o'clock At home PPG Paints Arena ATT tsn on television ESPN Plus 105.90X on the radio Let's go Pens, huh?
1: Let's go Pens.